You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. PZ Printing Pitching Change for BYU. Brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Boston Mabius, left-hander out of the pen, making his eighth appearance, has gone five innings all out of the pen. Eight hits, six runs they've all been earned. A seven-to-one strikeout-to-walk ratio. He only has one walk on the year. One wild pitch, three-hit batsman. 10.80 ERA and O and O record for Boston Mabius. Southpaw comes on to face Seth Nager leading off the St. Mary's seventh. Ben Hansen's day ends after six complete innings, six hits, two runs, both earned. He struck out six and walked three. A new season high and career high, 102 pitches thrown by Ben Hansen. First pitch by Boston, maybe this is low to Nager for ball one. It's the seventh, eighth, and ninth innings that have proven problematic for BYU in many games this year as they've lost some late leads. Can they make him clean here today? Ooh, fouled off the foot of Nager. He's going to try and hop that one off. BYU, when leading after six this year, has lost four games. They're seven and four leading after six, and the fourth loss came earlier this afternoon. St. Mary's had been 0-9 when trailing after six, but they beat BYU in the opener today for their first win in that situation, now 1-9, taking a deficit to the seventh, and here we are, top of the seventh, and BYU three, St. Mary's two. The Kooks have their three runs on three hits, the 1-1, and that's a breaking ball in from Boston at 79 for strike two. So one ball, two strikes to Nager, the nine-hole hitter. Called strikeout. Yep, he knew it. Seth Nager started turning and walking almost before the ball popped the leather of Parker Goff. So a strikeout for Mabius in the first batter he faces. It's a barrel on the shoulder, backward K. And so for Boston on the year. That's still just the one walk issued to eight strikeouts, an eight to one strikeout to walk ratio. Very impressive. That which that one gets away. On ball one issued to Dalton Mayshore. Top of the order for St. Mary's. Three pitch mix for Boston. Fastball curve and change. Fastball tops out around 93. A curve in the high 70s and a change in the low 80s. The 1 0. Low for ball two. From Mabius to Mayshore. Mayshore, two stolen bases today in three. Well, two in game two, three on the day. He grounded out in the first. Singled and scored in the third. Singled and scored in the fifth. And both of his runs scored came after stolen bases. So making things happen on the base paths is Mayshore. For two runs scored today, he scored two. The only two runs for the Gales on this second of two games. The 3-0 meantime from Mabius to Mayshore. He'll take and take low and take his base, a one-out walk. So strikeout from Mabius, followed by base on balls. Only his second walk issued on the year. And the go-ahead run comes to the plate. The tying runs on first. Napier, two for two in the nightcap. Singled and stranded in the first. Walked and was stranded in the third. And singled home a run in the fifth before being stranded. One out, one on, one run game. 
lifted out of play, foul down the first baseline. BYU has had issues in the one and two run games, the close games. BYU one and five in one run games, one and eight in games decided by one or two runs. Of note, the Cougs are error-free in this game, the Twin Bills' second game. They lost the opener with two errors. That makes BYU 2-12 and 12 on the year when they commit multiple errors in a game. But clean so far, we're into the seventh. One out, one on. Maybe is facing Napier. And down and in on Napier. Ball skipped away from Goff. He corralled it quickly. One ball, one strike, one out. Runner on first is Mayshore with a one-out base on balls. We're top seven. Seventh inning stretch, moments away. Anything to get the blood flowing is a good idea today here at Miller Park. Wind blowing out to right now. The 1-1. That's inside. Barrel came off the shoulder but held back for two balls and a strike. Checking the current conditions. 29 degrees with a feels like of 23 with the wind and no more sunshine on the field here. This has been cold from the start. Never warmed up really. Yes, there was some sunshine, but it was a cold comfort on this day. The day began with uh, this entire BYU team getting an intense pregame workout with snow removal. The 2-1, one out, one on, one run game. Cougs up 3-2. And that's a healthy hack from Napier, missing all of it for two balls and two strikes. Okay, boss. Time to be the boss here in a 2-2 count. He struck out the first battery faced and then walked the second. Christian Almanza. Big bat on deck for the Gales. The 2-2. A check. Did he go? They say yes. And two are gone in the top of the seventh. So on the appeal, a swinging strikeout of Napier. And with two out, Christian Almanza will hit. So both outs for Mabius in the seventh here coming via the strikeout. The eighth inning is the real trouble inning for BYU. That's coming up. 31 runs allowed in the eighth this year. The most of any inning for BYU defensively. Sunset is an hour away, but all shadow now here at Miller Park. BYU Cougs three runs on only three hits. And St. Mary's two runs on six hits. The average score of a BYU game this year is 9-8. And here we are in a 3-2 game late. That's in the dirt. 1-0 the count to Almanza. Almanza a walk, a ground out, and a strikeout today. And he was hitless in the opener today as well. Did have a sack fly RBI in the eighth. A three-run eight that helped the Gales come back to win. That's low and away on 1-0 to two balls and no strikes. Almanza brought home the go-ahead run with a a sack fly RBI in the eighth today. 
It's the go-ahead run, then a bases on balls with the bases loaded was the insurance run in a 6-4 win. The 3-0, meantime, high, and that's a four-pitch walk of Christian Almanza. So maybe this has gone strikeout walk, strikeout walk here in the seventh. And two aboard with two gone. Going to second is Mayshore. At first is Almanza. And Coleman Schmidt, whose only three hits in the series are home runs, now bats in the seventh with a runner in scoring position in a one-run ball game. BYU 3, St. Mary's 2, Coleman Schmidt. Hitless in the second of two today. He is flown out, hit by a pitch, and struck out. In the first game today, his third home run of the series. Low from Mabius for ball one. In the first game, he lined out, solo home run, flew out, grounded out, and was intentionally walked. First and second now for Schmidt. Lefty on the hill, right-handed batter in the box. One ball, no strikes, two out, two on. Kick and fire called strike. Fastball at 91, evens the count at one and one. Boston Mabius came into this outing with seven strikeouts and a walk. He has two walks in this inning. One walk on the year and now two in this inning, but nine to three is the strikeout-to-walk ratio. And that's an inside corner. Strike call. Maybe a little off the zone, but he gets the call. So a 90-mile-per-hour fastball in tight, but judged a strike by Mark Jarbo. So one and two to Schmidt. A high-leverage at-bat. First and second in a one-run ball game, and it's a grounder. Slow roller to Beck. Beck gobbles it up, throws over to first. A low throw, but got him. And that is the third out. As the runner came home, it matters not as the Cougs get out of the inning. So for St. Mary's in the seventh, no runs, no hits, no errors, and a runner, two runners were left on. Seventh inning stretch time brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. We go to the bottom of the seventh, BYU 3, St. Mary's 2, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Cougars baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, so we come back to tell you that during our half-inning break, they reviewed the previous play that ended the top of the seventh. They reviewed it and determined that it was indeed a 4-3 ground out. It was close at first base, but after a review, Coleman Schmidt grounds out to the second baseman. A throw low to Wilk at first was judged on review to be confirmed out. So we now go to the bottom of the seventh, and we'll have that in 60 seconds. It is BYU 3 and St. Mary's 2. Bottom seven coming up next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. St. Mary's down to its final six outs, and they're down one. The Cougs bat now in the bottom of the seventh with a 3-2 lead. Ryan Sapiti leads off. Ryan Wiltsey on the hill. So Ryan v. Ryan here in the bottom of the seventh. BYU three on three hits. St. Mary's two on six hits. The Gales have the only two errors, and that's why BYU has three runs. St. Mary's could have been leading this game 2-0, but for a meltdown defensively, That allowed three unearned runs to score as Ryan Sapiti fouls out of play on an 0-2 count. (laughs) 
was in the third inning. Hit back-to-back E5 and E1 plays. Allowed three runs to score for BYU. The Gales would have been out of the inning. Jacob Wilk grounded the third, but a poor throw by the third baseman allowed Wilk to reach, and then a throwing error from the pitcher on the ensuing play allowed runs to score, and all runs unearned as Ryan Sapiti swings and misses. He's down on K's for the third time in the second game today. So Ryan's gone strikeout, strikeout, ground into a 5-4-3 DP and strikeout. So not his game, game two that is, for Ryan Sapiti. Cooper Vest on a nine-game hit streak will now bat. Vest hitting lefty against the righty Ryan Wiltsey. Yeah, back in that third, the Cougars' first run scored on a wild pitch. And the next two scored on an error from the pitcher's position, fielding a bunt. But everything unspooled after the E5 allowed Wilk to reach the 0-1 to Vest. 0-2 now on a called strike. Breaking ball for strike two. 0-2 to Vest. His neck warmer pulled up over his nose. This chilly, chilly afternoon, a swing and a miss. And back-to-back forwards K's. And the St. Mary's pitchers are on a strikeout roll right now. All three outs of the fifth via strikeout. All three outs of the sixth via strikeout. And the first two outs of the seventh via strikeout. The last eight outs for the Gales via strikeout. Wow. During that stretch, only one batter has reached. It was a triple from Parker Goff. Four strikeouts before the triple and four strikeouts after the triple. 0-1, and now 0-2 to Jacob Wilk. The St. Mary's pitchers, and there have been a lot of them, settling into a strikeout groove in this game. Seven St. Mary's throwers in this game. The 0-2 to Wilk, and that's a short hopper to the catcher. 14 strikeouts for St. Mary's pitchers. The 1-2 with two gone and no one on to Jacob Wilk. We go top eight in a moment. It's a 3-2 ball game. And that is a barrel on the shoulder. Backward K for the third consecutive inning. Every out recorded by St. Mary's is via the strikeout. We go to the eighth inning for BYU. No runs, no hits, no errors, no one left on. Cougars three, Gales two on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 14 of the last 16 outs St. Mary's has recorded has been via strikeout of BYU batters. Remarkable stuff as we go to the eighth inning. Boston Mabius back on the hill for BYU in a one-run ball game. This is the eighth inning. This has been the true trouble spot for BYU all year. Of all innings, this inning is when BYU allows the most runs scored, including in the opener of today's doubleheader. Three runs by the Gales to go from down 4-3 to leading 6-4 and winning 6-4 eventually in the first of two. A foul tip off the bat of Bill Ralston, and that hit the catcher Parker Goff in the lower extremities, and he's a little slow to get up. 1-1 the count to Ralston to lead off the eighth. 
BYU went from a leading 4-3 to trailing 6-4 after the eighth inning in today's opener. Can the Cougs get through this one unscathed? St. Mary's pitchers are mowing. Cougars down right now. Breaking ball. Stays high for ball two. Good pitch by Boston Mabius to even the count at two and two. Heart of the zone there for strike two. Two balls, two strikes, bases clear. And it's a strikeout for Boston Mabius on the hill. He's doing well since coming in. He has struck out three. So Ralston down on strikes. Nick Mistoni will now hit. Down to their final five outs. Cougars looking to get one. They got one in their first series against LMU. Looking to get one in their second series against St. Mary's. To go to two and four in league. Would drop St. Mary's to three and three. Boston loses that one away. Jake Porter warming up in the BYU pen. Mastoni today, single, ground out, and hit by pitch. And in both his reaches, he was stranded. The 1-0. Maybe his kicks and deals, and that's foul back out of play. No Zions Bank home runs for BYU here in game two. There was one in the opener from Jacob Wilk. For banking that helps you game plan for life, Zions Bank is for you. Sponsoring the home runs for BYU. Zions Bank, the 1-1. Just missing low. Fastball beneath the frame at 90 miles an hour. Two balls and a strike. One out and no one on. St. Mary's down to its final five outs, needing to find a run. And BYU hoping to win a run-run game, which they've had struggles doing this year. And that misses low and away. Three balls and a strike. BYU in one-run games this year. One and five. The Cougars' lone one-run win was 12-11 over Omaha here at Miller Park. That was a high-scoring win. This is a low-scoring affair so far as Mabius walks a batter. So Boston has a pattern going. He walked the first batter he faced in the seventh. Then, rather, he struck out and then walked and then struck out and then walked the first four batters of the seventh. And now he strikes out and walks the first two of the eighth. And pitching coach Abe Alvarez out for at least a chat, if not more. Jake Porter is up and warm. And I say warm, that's all relative on a day like today. But right now it's just a chat between Alvarez and Boston Mabius in a one-run ball game. BYU 3 and St. Mary's 2. This is a rare game for BYU. Low-scoring affairs have not been the norm for the Cougs. The lowest combined score was a three-run game at Louisiana. BYU lost a 2-1 game down in Lafayette. But for the most part, the Cougars play higher scoring affairs. In fact, BYU scored five runs or more. In eight of the last nine games they've played. They're sitting at 3-2 right now, but in the lead, 3-2, importantly. BYU 3, St. Mary's 2. The Gales are batting. They bat with one out and one on. The one on is Nick Mistoni on a one-out walk a moment ago. Blake McDonald now hits. He's struck out in his last two plate appearances. Right-handed bat, 
left-handed thrower. Maybe is checking Miss Stoney at first as Will Candles. Pinch runner for Miss Stoney at first. Has just checked checked in. Cody Kashimoto is the pinch runner for Miss Stoney. Kashimoto takes his lead. Breaking ball drops in for strike one. Faustin maybe is looking down at his pitchcom wristband. Gets the call. And comes set from the stretch. Kashimoto. 5'6", 150 at first base as the pinch runner. And he'll check back on the throw from Mabius. Due up for BYU in the bottom of the eighth. Call Jones and Beck. Sam Beck taking Alex Sardina's place on the field and in the batting order as a pinch hitter and second baseman. The 0-1. One out, one on. And chopped foul at home plate by Blake McDonald. Goes to 0-2. Boston maybe is the red-headed southpaw. On the hill in a one-run ball game. The Kooks have manufactured three runs on only three hits. And the Gales have only gotten two runs out of their six hits. The 0-2 from Mabius. And that is a chase pitch high and away. Holding back was McDonald. And checking back to first was Kashimoto, the pinch runner from Miss Stoney. Miss Stoney today reached three times in four plate appearances. He gives way to Kashimoto. Takes his lead in a 1-2 count. And that's popped up to right field. Ryan Sapiti will watch it into the leather. And that's two gone. Down to their final four outs are the Gales. Jared Medham, the shortstop, now bats with a runner on first and two gone. BYU by 1-3-2. The Cougs, when leading through seven innings, are 7-4. and four. The fourth loss came earlier this afternoon. The Gales, when trailing after seven, are 1-9, and nine, and the one win came earlier this afternoon. Here we are in the eighth. Mabius again fires over to Wilk at first. No balls, no strikes, two out. Kashimoto takes his lead at first base. Fouled back to the screen by Medham. 0-1 now. Temperature dropping into the high 20s as the sun goes down late in the day. It's been a brutal weekend for baseball. BYU's game Thursday was played with sleet and some snow. Friday's game was not played, leading to a doubleheader today. And there have been flurries in this doubleheader day as well. Nothing in the forecast right now, though. Things have cleared up kind of nicely. The sky is clear as it has been. It's actually striking the vista with all the snow surrounding us here in Utah County. It's gorgeous. It's just tough playing conditions. 29 degrees right now. The 1-1. Two out, one on for the Gales here in the top of the eighth. Cougs up 3-2. And they just call a balk on or a pitch count. Pitch count. A pitch clock violation, rather. Adds a ball to the count. So two balls and a strike now. A clock violation from Boston Mabius right as he delivered the home plate umpire Mike Jarbo. 
burst out from behind the plate to add a ball to the count and call a violation on Mabius. Two balls, one strike, two out, one on. The one on is Kashimoto. The pinch runner takes his lead at first. And that is... Is that a balk? It's called a balk on Mabius. They put Kashimoto at second base. So for BYU, that would be second balk of the year. Mason Olsen won, and now Boston Mabius won. And 3-1 the count. So runner goes into scoring position for St. Mary's here in the top of the eighth. Kashimoto, the pinch runner, advances to second on a balk call and a 3-1 count. And foul back out of play to fill the count. Cody Kashimoto in as a pinch runner for Mick Mistoni, who walked with one out here in the eighth. McDonald flew out to right. Now two out. Full count. Two gone and one on. Kashimoto at second. He's the tying run. Go ahead, run at the plate. And Jared met him. Maybe his kicks and fires, and that is a foul tip. Caught! First strike number three. And the Cougs get out of the inning. And Boston Mabius has recorded four strikeouts of the six batters faced. We go to the bottom of the eighth. BYU with a 3-2 lead. They got through the eighth with no damage done. Four St. Mary's, no runs, no hits, no errors. A runner was left on. We go to the bottom of the eighth. BYU 3, St. Mary's 2 on the new skin. BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Tack call leads off the BYU eighth and takes a strike one delivered from Ryan Wiltsey. We'll see the seventh St. Mary's pitcher and the Gales run a strikeout roll right now. Nine consecutive outs via strikeout. And an 0-2 hole for Chad Call. All three outs in the fifth via strikeout. The sixth via strikeout and the seventh. In the fifth there was a single. In the sixth there was a triple. In the seventh it was back-to-back-to-back strikeouts and striking out the side. No base runners and... Chad Call makes it 10 consecutive outs via strikeout and 16 Ks for St. Mary's pitchers. The most that BYU struck out in any game before today was 14. Now they're at 16 and counting. So St. Mary's pitchers, 16 Ks to five bases on balls. And most of the walk trouble came really early. In fact, all the shakiness was early. A sharp shot on the ground to third by the BYU third baseman Jones. Handled well by Ralston. Fired a first for a 5-3 ground out. So the first non-strikeout out in 10 outs. (laughs) After 10 outs via the strikeout for St. Mary's. And so a 5-3 ground out from Easton Jones. Two gone. Here in the bottom of the eighth. Sam Beck will now bat. All of Beck's previous appearances this year were as a pitcher. He's come in as a second baseman in this game. Taking Alex Sardina's spot in the field and the batting order. And he's going to single through the right side for his first hit as a BYU Cougar. Sam Beck, the freshman, single through the 3-4 hole. And he's aboard with two gone. BYU 3 and St. Mary's 2. BYU will take a lead to the ninth inning. And BYU has not lost a game all year when leading after 8 for 7-0. St. Mary's hasn't won a game all year when trailing after eight. The Gales are 0-9. Mound conversation for head coach Greg Moore and Ryan Wiltsey. And I do look to the gate and 
Will it be a pitching change? He was coming in, stopped, now he is coming in. We'll break for 60. We'll come back with a new St. Mary's pitcher after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to BYU Baseball. Here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. I don't know how you check this, but St. Mary's has brought in three consecutive Ryans out of the pen. And Orion also pitched earlier. So all four, all four pitching Ryans have thrown today for St. Mary's, but three straight Ryans out of the pen. From Sanders to Wilsey to Torek. And Ryan Torek is the latest Ryan to throw. Ryan Torek was the starter in Thursday's game. A game the Gales won by a score of 11-8. to eight. And Ryan Torek in that game went two innings, hitless innings. It was, a, it was a staff day, it felt like. He was good. He didn't give up a hit. And struck out three, didn't walk a batter in two innings. But he was pulled after two, I think, on a pitch count. It was only at 22 that day. And he now comes in with his team down 3-2, trying to pull one out of the fire here at Miller Park. He checks into a two-out situation and a base runner for BYU and Sam Beck after a single through the right side a moment ago. So, setting it up. We're bottom eight, two out, one on. BYU leading 3-2 and a runner on for Parker Goff who's had a heck of a week in his first week as an active BYU player. Check back over to first of Beck. Parker Goff had not been in a game until Tuesday against UVU. He's been doing nothing but getting on base and racking up hits. Empty count, two out, one on, and takes outside. Ooh. That looked well outside, but it was called strike by Mike Jarbo. So Parker Goff on Tuesday went two for three with a run and two RBI. Then on Thursday, two for three with a run. And in the first game today, one for three with a run and an RBI. And check swings for strike two. So Parker Goff has a four-game hit streak in his first four games played for BYU. He's two for three today. Strikeout, single, and triple. The 0-2, two out, one on. Ryan Torek, the right-hander. Comes set, and we've got a clock violation on Torek this time. So one and two with two gone and one on. So two clock violations within minutes of each other. Clock now starts. 20 on down. Torek to Goff, and Goff takes low and away. The count is even now at two balls and two strikes. BYU at Utah Valley on Tuesday, at Gonzaga for a three-game set next Thursday to Saturday, then at Washington State a week from Monday. The weather in Spokane, good Thursday, Friday, not so good Saturday. The 2-2 to Goff. Chopper foul down the third baseline. Nothing Brent Herring could do with that one too wide of his frame in the third base box. Brent Herring at third, Noah Hill at first. Trent Pratt, Trent Pratt, the boss in the dugout, along with Tuckett Slade. A 2-2 from Torek to Goff in the nine hole. Wind and deal, swing and a miss. Gets the job done, does Torek. And that'll do it for BYU in the eighth. For the Cougs, no runs on a hit. There were no errors. A runner was left on. We go top nine. The Cougs looking to preserve a lead through eight. The lead is 3-2 BYU on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Time for a P-51 
PZ Printing pitching change brought to you by PZ Printing. Nothing inspires like print. Jake Porter comes in. Porter, BYU's leader in appearances, making his 13th of the season. He's 0-5, took a loss on Thursday. A 5.54 ERA, 13 innings pitched, has walked six, allowed 10 runs, eight of them earned, eight strikeouts to three. Faces on balls. He faces Seth Nager out of the nine hole to lead off for St. Mary's. The Gales down to their final three outs. BYU three and St. Mary's two. Cooks looking to win a one run game for only the second time this season. The 0 1, a check swing 0 2. Porter gets ahead. Jake's outing on Thursday was a third of an inning, two hits, three runs. And four batters faced, nine pitches thrown. The 0-2 to Nager. Chase pitch and not biting was Nager. One ball and two strikes. BYU baseball brought to you by Bam Bam's Barbecue, bringing you authentic Central Texas barbecue. Try their tender brisket or mouth-watering pulled pork. Bam Bam's Barbecue, located just north of BYU campus. Bam Bam's Barbecue, proud sponsor of BYU Athletics. The 1-2 from Porter to Nager. And that will be a single through the right side. Lead batter aboard in the top of the ninth. Nager reaching in the top of the order now due up for St. Mary's. BYU has not lost a game taking a lead to the ninth. Can they keep that record perfect and intact? Seventh hit of the day for BYU. BYU's been out hit 7-4. And when the Cougs are out hit, they are 1-10 on the year. The one win came Tuesday against Utah Valley. Breaking ball in for strike one. Good pitch from Jake to the top of the order. Dalton Mayshore, right fielder. Three consecutive reaches and two runs scored. A 4-3 ground out, a single and scored, a single and scored, a base on balls, and was stranded. So Dalton Mayshore. Came in two today, hitting 243. Right-handed batter, righty on the hill. Porter to Mayshore. The 0-1. Chopper foul down the third baseline. The runner on first is Nager with a leadoff single here in the ninth. Can the Cougar pen hold the lead and secure the win? If the Cougars win... Here in the ninth, in this situation with a one-run lead, it'll be the first save for BYU pitchers this season. BYU is saveless through 21 games. Opponents have four on the year. The 0-2. Dive back at first by Nager. Porter checks over. The fourth save allowed by BYU came in the opener today. Riley Lamb got the save and then got the start in game number two of this twin bill. No balls, two strikes. Porter to Mayshore. In tight. Ball one. No one busier than Jake Porter on the year. Four-pitch mix, fastball, slider, curve, and change. Fastball topping out in the low 90s, slider in the low 80s. What do we have here? A, a batter clock count and a strikeout. 
they're going to say the hitter wasn't ready in time, and that is a massive out. It's a clock violation on Mayshore, and on a two-strike count, he strikes out. You add a strike to the count. And so we've seen two pitcher clock violations and now a batter clock violation, or an action clock violation, as they call it, and that strikes him out. And that comes with no out here in the top of the ninth. Huge break for BYU. Greg Moore is out to argue his case, but the call was made definitively by the home plate umpire on an action clock violation. And on a two-strike count, he had a strike to the count, and he's out. So Mayshore would be down on a most unusual of strikeouts on an action clock violation. Would bring up Gavin Napier with one gone here at the top of the ninth. BYU three and St. Mary's two. The runner on first is Nager. And so an argument to no avail. And Mayshore costing his team a huge out. Gavin Napier will now bat with one gone and one on. The Gales down to their final two outs. A check of first as Nager dives back. Can Jake Porter record the first BYU save of the season? And the Cougars, can they win a one-run late-inning game? 3-2, Cougs on top. One out, one on. And that's high and away. A throw back over to first, and Nager is back safely on the throw from Goff over to Wilk. 1-0 to Napier. Napier today a single in the first, in the game, second game that is. A walk in the third, an RBI single in the fifth, a strikeout in the seventh. Again, a check back from Porter to Wilk. Napier in the first game today, walked, grounded out, struck out, an RBI fielder's choice, hit by a pitch and a ground out. Just one hit on the day. And takes a called strike. A breaker in at 81 from... Jake Porter, one ball, one strike, one out, one on. BYU by one. Tying run on first, go-ahead run at the plate in Gavin Napier. St. Mary's has won the series. BYU looks to salvage the third of three. A healthy hack from Napier, chasing an outside pitch. And two strikes to Napier. Dalton Mayshore called out at the plate on an action clock violation moments ago. With a runner on first and no one out. The 1-2 now to Napier. Again, back over to Wilk at first. We'll hear from Coach Trent Pratt in our postgame coverage. Stick around for that. Once this game concludes, maybe maybe just seconds away from concluding. 1-2. Taking off is Nager. And a ball down the line. Fair. Rounding third is Nager. The throw. Relay. And safe at home. The throw gets away from the catcher, backed up by Porter. And on an extra base hit to the left field corner. Napier ends up at third. A double on the play, taking third on the throw home. Nager scores to tie the game at three, coming all the way around from first. It's a 3-3 ball game, top nine, and Napier stands on third. Will they call it a double with an advance on the throw? That will be the call. Gavin Napier, hot shot down the left field line. A two-bagger goes to three on the throw. And now Christian Almanza hits with one out and the go-ahead run 90 feet away. The sack fly is in play as Nager scores on a double by Napier. It's a tie ball game. The lead is not held through the top of the ninth. 
But now can the Cougars keep from going behind? Two balls quickly to Almanza. Almanza's got a big bat. No sacrifice flies on the year coming into the day until the eighth inning of the first game today. His first sack fly of the season helped the Gales in the three-run eighth in the opener. And now it's three balls and no strikes to Almanza. The former Ute. A healthy hack, a 3-0 swing. And that was a high-in-the-zone pitch. Of course, with a bat like Almanza, you give him the liberty there on a 3-0 count to swing if he liked it, and he liked it and missed all of it. 3-1, and one, one out, one on. And two strikes delivered from Porter after a 3-0 hole. Nager scores on the Napier, Napier double. He got to third on the throw. The sack fly in play, but only if Almanza can get this up in the air. And he went from 3-0 to 3-2 in a hurry. A full count, one out, one on. And a strikeout from a 3-0 hole to a frontwards K. Almanza down on strikes. And the sack fly out of play. And now it's up to Coleman Schmidt with Napier on third. Massive out for Jake Porter. A fly ball brings home a go-ahead run there. And Almanza could not get barreled to ball after being up 3-0 in the count. A mound visit from Abe Alvarez. You're in the top of the ninth. We're now tied at three. Can the Cougars find a way to A, keep from going behind here in the ninth, and then find the go-ahead run on the bottom of the ninth? BYU's had two extra innings games. They are one and one in extras this year, if it gets to that. The mound conference concludes. The ball game is tied at three. BYU led through eight, has given up one in the top of the ninth. 3-2's gone to 3-3. But a massive strikeout of Christian Almanza a moment ago with Gavin Napier sitting on third and only one out. And Almanza's got a big bat. Coleman Schmidt also a big bat. Three hits in the series, all home runs. And ball high, just high. In tight from Porter to Coleman Schmidt. The only runner aboard is Napier on third. He drove home Seth Nager with the game-tying run here in the top of the ninth. 3-3 is our score. Three runs, eight hits for the Gales. And that's a hot shot, but foul down the first third baseline. This game is three hours and ten minutes old. The first game was done at about 2.30 and change. 248, beg your pardon, 248 for the opener. The 1-1 to Schmidt. And that is high in the air, but short enough in left field for Anderson to range over to the line and make the catch. That'll do it. We go to the bottom of the ninth in a 3-3 ball game for St. Mary's. One run on two hits. There were no errors, and a runner was left aboard. Can the Cougars win it in the bottom of the ninth? Come back and find out with us next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more Cougar baseball, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. Bottom of the ninth, and the one, two, three hitters do up for BYU in a tie ball game, 3-3. Tate Gamble, the first of the three to face Ryan Torek. Torek high with his first two, two and 2-0 to Tate Gamble. Tate reaching on a base on balls. A base on balls, a hit by pitch, and then struck out in his last plate appearance. Two balls, no strikes to Tate. 
Three balls, no strikes to Tate. 87 mile per hour, fastball missing high. So Tate, BYU's walks leader, is a ball away from earning his third base on balls of this game. And there it is, a four-pitch walk. And needing a single run, the Cougs have the lead runner aboard here in the ninth. And so we'll go to the uh, Duff Tittle Law of Averages here. And hope again that the 80% works in BYU's favor. 80% of leadoff walks come around to score. And a leadoff walk for Tate Gamble here in the ninth. Go-ahead run at first. Luke Anderson in the box. The winning run for BYU at first base. Squared to bunt and pulled back. Cougars looking to walk it off against St. Mary's. BYU took a fourth, a 3-2 lead to the ninth. One for the Gales, but only one in the top of the ninth. And now BYU in a tie ball game at the lead runner on in Tate Gamble. The Cougs have one one run win on the year. 12-11 against Omaha. Bunt laid down. Handled by the third baseman, high throw, but handled well. And on a sacrifice, advancing to second is Campbell is Gamble. And on the 5-3 sacrifice, Anderson is out. And will go as a 5-4 with the second baseman covering it first. So sacrifice by Luke Anderson puts Gamble in scoring position for Ryan Sapiti. And Sapiti is being put aboard intentionally. So intentional base on balls. Sapiti on first, Gamble on second, double play back in play for Cooper Vest. Cooper has extended his hit streak to nine games with a single in the fifth. He's also grounded out, struck out, and struck out in his other three plate appearances. Cooper Vest with a runner in scoring position. The winning run for BYU. The Kooks three runs on four hits. The Gales three runs on eight hits. They have the only two errors. They led to three unearned BYU runs. All three runs for BYU unearned. Ryan Torek kicks and fires and pipes in strike one to open the count with Vest. Double play in play. On deck, Jacob Wilk. Winning run at second, and one out for Coop. Righty on the hill, left-handed bat of Vest, and takes strike two. Two off-speed offerings from Torek, and two called strikes. No balls, two strikes. Vest in the box, Sapedi at first, Gamble at second. He's the only run that matters in a tie, in a tie ball game. 3-3, three, three. bottom nine. Vest takes high. Ball one, one ball, two strikes. It was 12-11, BYU over Omaha back on March 2nd, the only one-run win BYU has this year. It's fouled off the catcher's equipment. Count stays one and two. One, two. One out, two on. Gamble on second. He's the winning run. 
3-3, bottom nine. High for ball two. In that 12-11 win, I'll wait for the 2-2 offering from Torek. High for ball three. It was a walk-off single from Jacob Wilkin, the 10th. So the only one run win this year came on a walk-off, and it came in extras. Can BYU walk it off here in the ninth? 3-2, one out, two on. Torek facing Vest. The righty kicks and deals inside. Oh, it's a backward K. A delayed call, but a strikeout. A caught looking, a backward K of Vest. And two gone now for Jacob Wilk. So, Jacob Wilk did it in extras against Omaha for a walk-off win. Can he do it again later in the month? Two gone, two on. Jacob Wilk, right-handed batter. Ryan Torek, right-handed hurler in a tie ball game. Delivers low and away for ball one. One and oh to Wilk. Wilk today walked in the second. Reaching and scoring in the third on errors. And then striking out in the fifth and seventh innings, swinging and looking. 1-0 to Jacob. Away, ball two. 2-0 and from Torek with two on. The winning run is Tate Gamble at second base. He led off the inning with a walk. A sacrifice bunt from Luke Anderson. An intentional walk of Sapiti. A strikeout of Vest, bringing us to the fifth batter of the inning. And the number five hitter in the order, Jacob Wilk. Two balls, no strikes. Two gone, two on. Opposite field. Right fielder has a beat on it and drops it. He drops it, and that will score the winning run. It's a walk-off for the Cougars. Tate Gamble scores. A ball dropped in right field, and the Cougs win it. By a score of four to three. And in right field, Dalton Mayshore, watching it into his glove, couldn't squeeze it. He drops the ball in right, and the Cougars win it with a walk-off. Four to three in the bottom of the ninth. It looked like we were going to extras. An opposite field slicing ball from Jacob Wilk. And Dalton Mayshore could not bring it in. He drops the ball in right field. And the winning run scores from second. Jacob Wilk with his second walk-off. And we'll start post-game coverage after this. Final score, BYU 4, St. Mary's 3 on the new skin. BYU Sports Network.